0: Thank you for downloading this weekend sermon from Bangalore Revival Centre. Our desire is to see you grow in your love and pursuit of God, causing you to become a channel of His love and grace to the people around you. Now, let's listen to the Word of God. You're in this season. So today, I want to preach about being present in the season. You need to unravel. When you go into a season, you need to unravel. You need to understand and unwrap it and really know what. It's all about, okay? So, can I have somebody? The reason why I always have somebody read the scripture is because word is reality in the kingdom. God spoke and the world was made. Let me tell you something. Somebody want to volunteer to read from a, a class that is like today's? So, somebody will. Will somebody read this? <coughs> And a time to go. what is happening. It's time to kill and it's time to give. It's time to break down and a time to you to refrain from depression. A time to see and a time to lose. It's time to kill and a time to cast away. It's time to share and a time to shoot. It's time to keep silence and a time to shake. It's time to love and a time to hate. It's time to war and a time. O que é isso? O que it's so beautiful but you know it took King Solomon till he's almost like in his old age to write and understand he was given all wisdom yet it took him so long to come to this point you need wisdom when you walk into a new season you're going to need wisdom from God Amen you need to trust God so There are definitely different seasons in our lives. Amen? Right? A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant. You just read that. A time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up, a time to weep, a time to laugh. Right? Now, if we look at our lives, we're transitioning from one season to another. All the time. Right? you're just transitioning <clears throat> well, right now I'm thinking you know, even as I was praying to God this morning I say, you know, I, I look at cars and we're transitioning to electric cars amen like I told my apartment building manager in a council I sat in the council and I said to them you know you have to start having all this electric charger in the building he said no we don't want to spend the money I said no wake up and smell the coffee electric car is going to be a reality very soon. It's a new season. Okay. Right? In China, there's no more gasoline motorbikes. It's all electric. By 2030, a lot of countries are going to go full electric. Oh, your auto rickshaw is finished. Unless they go electric very soon. Right? So, there's been a huge transitioning of a season into another, even for myself. But the last little while since we spoke, since I've been here, I mean, God has taken us from one season to another. It's just amazing, amazing places He has taken us. We've seen so many things, so many facets of God that you you can't even imagine. I mean, last night at the social event, there are so many things that God revealed to us. He revealed so many things to us, right? So while I was reflecting over the last few months, you know I realized that God put his principles in seasons. Okay? Are you following me? Like the key is to be able to discern what season you're in. That's the key. All right? Is it a season of building up or tearing down? Time to pluck or plant? Time to weep or cry? Is it time for laughter or mending? <laughs> we all have different seasons. Right? According to the measure God has given. Okay? So, <clears> the <throat> question is, if we have all these different seasons in our life, are we living according to the season? Are we? Right? It's like it's, you know, in, in, in the country we come from, there's like winter, spring, fall, summer, right? Different seasons, right? So, are we living according to the season? Like, <clears throat> one time, you know, me and my wife, like on a, a New Year's day. <laughs> we wanted to have a New Year's date. And, you know, like that's the best time actually. There's very few people on the streets. People are still hangover over from don't know doing what the night before. So we thought, okay, we're going to take the little aqua bus. You know, like in, in, in Vancouver, we have a lot of water and we have mountains and beautiful mountains with s- snow and all that. And, you know, we took the aqua bus from one end of Granville Island to another side of City, and it was quite cold. Remember, it's New Year's, and in, in Vancouver, it's quite cold. You know, but inevitably, you will see somebody, somebody from overseas, okay, dress up in mini skirts, and shivering, right? Just want to take the picture, Instagram or something. But it's super cold, and they are in their like you know summer clothes, right? So what happened there, right? Like, people from Asia especially. So we were, like, we were just laughing. We was like, oh, wow, you know. And so I thought when I saw that, I said, what, what really happened there? Well, simple as this. They're not living according to season. Okay? Something so simple like that, God can teach you. Amen. Or sometimes, like, okay, we say we want to go to Malaysia. I know Pastor Prichy has been to Malaysia a lot. And we were in Malaysia. We were in Singapore just a little while back. It's super hot there, right? It's like 30 some degrees. It's like, of oh, of course, you know, and the, the, the heat is there, but the, the, the humidity is something that is, is really intolerable. Right? Like, I don't know. We've been to Vishak in, in, in India, and it was super hot. It's like almost 40 degrees with huge humidity, right? <clears throat> and so, but when we were in, in, in Asia in in those parts of the world where it's so hot, we inevitably we'll see people wearing woolen clothing. <laughs> total opposite of what the people were doing in Vancouver from Asia wearing those mini skirts while it was super cold. Now, in a super hot country, they're wearing super hot clothing, like, I was looking at it, what's going on? Well, not living according to season. Are you following me? Take some notes today. Today there will be a lot of examples. A lot of examples and and take notes. So, if we don't live according to our season, we actually set ourselves up for discomfort. Okay? Now, why does this happen? Right? Some are suffering because of two things. They either don't know what season they are in, okay, or they're not living according to the season they're in. I'm gonna, it's a, it's a long teaching today, okay? So, <clears throat> years ago, I used to do that. Years and years ago, you know, I just love to wear Hawaiian shirts. It didn't matter. I was one of those guys that not live in living in season. I would wear Hawaiian shirt in the middle of winter. I was in Canada. It's always a Hawaiian shirt. So when I first met my wife, my wife said to me, "You're so loud. You're like, what's all? What's with all these colors and short sleeves? Like, put on some clothing. Like, put. You know, it's winter, right? So, <clears throat> question is, what season are you in? Right? You ever thought about that? What season are you in? You are here. All of you are here. God has highlighted you here. That's why you are here. It's not by chance. Right? There's no coincidence in, the, in, in, in God's kingdom. It's all incidents. God already ordained it. You are here. So every season is different. Right? The farmer, for instance the farmer, he'll plant, sow, water, and wait, and then harvest. Right? There's different seasons. So there's an order to God's will. Right? I told last night in a social meeting, God is an orderly God. There's an order to God's will. Okay? Some of us are so lost, we just want to harvest all the time. Oh, I see some people chuckling and laughing. Yes, yeah, that's right. God, give me this. God, give me this. You're not living in a season. Okay. Right? There's a time, you read earlier, there's a time for everything. There's a time to plant, sow, water, wait, and harvest. But if you all the time want to harvest, there's something off. Alright. So we, we want to learn and talk about learning how to embrace your season today. Is that okay? Alright. Discerning your season and embracing it so what does it mean to embrace your season pastor number one I know I'm, I'm at fault here I didn't give sister Elena ahead of time all the the text so that you can write down but anyways I'll speak slowly number one are you ready number one don't focus on losses focus on what God has for you to enjoy I don't care what season you're in don't focus on losses a lot of times we focus on losses. Like I used to do that, right? And you know I used to think, okay, it's winter now, you know, like I can't go to the beach, no sun, rain all the time in Vancouver, too cold, la 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 la, blah 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 blah. It's like I'm at a loss. Why? Why am I feeling like that, right? And now I always think, oh, let me go somewhere warm. It's so cold here, I'm gonna go somewhere warm. Like like beautiful beaches in Malaysia Go back and visit my dad Right Or Thailand or Indonesia <laughs> I'm out of here I used to say that It's too cold Bow. Until you get to Malaysia Right Pastor Priji knows that It's super hot Never mind We have mosquitoes That are like rambles Okay The mosquitoes there Are out of this world They can climb elevator they can drill through your jeans. Okay. <laughs> they are like Superman. And then they, like, they have a head office that they, they go and they discuss strategy on how to get you. <laughs> I don't know about your mosquitoes here, but in Malaysia, they are like that. They have the 80s mosquito that carried the dengue fever. You die from it. Oh yeah, did you know that, Pastor Pritchie? <laughs> Anyways. And then you go, okay, well... I'll bring my mosquito repellent. Ha, 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 ha. They'll just laugh at you. Okay? It's like dessert to them. Nothing. And then there's the monsoon downpours. I don't know about you having... Like in Malaysia, when it rains, you're not driving, man. It's like buckets of water. And your, 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 your wiper is not even working. People actually go underneath those viaducts just to wait out the rain. Right? So, every season feels like there's a loss, right? You feel like it, right? But the key is don't focus on the losses. Don't focus on that. Focus on what God has called you to enjoy. Okay? Some of, you know, here's another example. I told you there'll be a lot of examples. Some of us here are new parents, right? I don't know, I see a lot of babies running around. Babies, you know. I'm like a grandpa now. Did you know that? I have like a, a baby boy, grandson, and a baby girl, just born granddaughter, and another one coming in November. So it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing until they have a backflow. You know what a backflow is? Uh, those of you who don't know, not parenting, it's when they poop in their diaper and it explodes to the back of their body. That's right. Be my wife. Noah, what did you just do? You know we know he pooped, but then we took off the clothing and he was like, "Oh." All over the back. Oh man. That's right. So sometimes if you're a mom or you're a dad, huh, you stay at home, cleaning after your baby, taking, after your, taking care of your baby, and then you hear a ping, ping, Instagram. <laughs> your friend having a latte in Starbucks. <laughs> huh? Meanwhile, you're cleaning up the backflow, And you're asking yourself, am I losing out? When can I do that? Right? If you are real today, mom, you feel like that sometimes. Or dads Right You see when you focus on losses You're constantly sad Okay But when you focus on what season you're in Then you can focus on what God wants you to enjoy in that season Here's going back to the example in Malaysia Right I told you about all this crazy rain and the mosquitoes and all that. So if you're focusing on how to enjoy in that new season instead of losses, you will prepare yourself. Many of us don't prepare properly. We go from one season to another without any preparation. You understand? Before you travel there, you already know the mosquitoes are like super Rambo. Get yourself some super, super... Mosquito repellent. You know that it's going to rain like crazy. I'm talking rain, serious rain. Like you won't look like this standing up in the pulpit. Type of rain. Well, bring an umbrella for goodness sake. Prepare yourself. In every season, you must prepare yourself. Amen? When you know what season you're going to go into, you can prepare and enjoy your time. Discerning the season helps you prepare. Okay? Now stop and discern. Don't just move in life without discerning. Okay? If you're prepared going into a winter season, you need to discern well. It will help prepare you to enjoy the season. Here's another example. I thought it was a lot of examples. Huh? Some of you are students here. I had Pastor Preachy praying for you for your exams and all that, right? right? How many are students here today? Can I see a show of hands? Oh, so few only. Wow, okay. But you're still here. Do you like your homework? Oh, yeah, I see. Typical answer, no, 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 no. How about assignments? No, no, see the heads like this, but they are in school. They are in school and they're going no 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 no. <laughs> Endless quizzes. Wow. Stop and know you're in a good season. Stop and know you're in a good season. Amen. God is preparing you. God is preparing you. He's taking the time to mold you. It seems like you're at a loss right now this season, but He's taking the time to mold you. Stretch you. Right? To do what? So that you can withstand what He has in store for you. You walk into a new season, you don't know what to expect. But God is preparing you in this season. For that season. Amen. Amen. Embrace your season. Embrace your season. What did God highlight to you? Are you planting in this season? Are you sowing in this season? Are you watering in this season? Or are you waiting patiently in this season? Or are you going to reap in this season? Which one is it? You need to discern. Discern and prepare, right? Number two. <coughs> Don't, take notes on it Don't live life longing for the next season But be fully present At where you're at right now Did you get it? Don't live life longing for the next season all the time Two things will happen to you when you do that Okay? When you long for the next season all the time It will rob you of the season you're currently in Number one Number two, it will rob you of thriving where you're at right now. The whole time, your mind is just thinking about the next season. Oh, I want to go there. I want to go to that next season. You know, we travel around the world and I look at children. I love children, right? Even in India, I started orphanages here. I don't tell people. There's no need to tell anybody. There's no need. God knows. It's from Him anyways. It was His command. When I hear that, I just do it. Okay? But here's the thing. My heart's for children around the world. But I see so many children suffering. I see so many children suffering. You know why? Through lack of interactions with their parents. Oh yes. If you're a parent right now, you need to check your heart. If you're a child right now, you're probably feeling, I need more interaction from my parents. Even a hi or I love you. How's your day at school? How's your homework? You know, I ask my kid, I have, I have one more young boy, I ask him many questions. We spend time having lunch together, dreaming together with God. It's really important, you know You see, when parents are absent in the season they are in Aha, uh-huh, okay Right? Children suffer Be fully present at where you are at right now If you are parents That's the only advice I need to give you as a parent Be fully present Right? Some people are always longing for the next season as parents. They forget they have children. Right? You know, some people here, they are young. Maybe some of you are singles here. Are you single? Anyone single? Can I see a show of hands? Don't be shy. Oh yeah, that's good. Some of you long to be in relationship. When is my next? I long for the next season of relationship. Right. And then they get into one. They get into one. Right? Maybe you find a nice young man. <laughs> but they never get to be in present in the seasons. They they're not present in the season. They date somebody, but they're longing for the next season already. You know how they do that? They date somebody even for a week and they say, well, let's get married. That's next season. You haven't even spent time in this season to get to know the person. You're not being intentional and yet you want to get married already. Okay, so then they get married. Huh? They get married. Boom, they get married. And then he longs for the next season to have kids already. Never spend time in that marriage To discover each other Man, we have to intentionally spend time To get to know each other Get to know what God has in store for us We have Saturdays By the way, Saturday Yesterday was an exception Our Saturdays is a Sabbath Man, we throw away our phones People call me Pastor Tom, healing needed You need to be intentional, be present in that season and spending time to discover each other and to discern. As you are spending time to discern what's the next season. Not long for the next season before this season is even done. Are you following me so far? Am I making sense to you guys? And then these parents who long for children, they get children. They get children and they long for the next season for the children to go to school and finish university so they can get out of their hair. What? What is going on with our parenting today? Longing for the next season all the time, not living in that season. Always absent. How many of you know our Father in heaven is not an absentee Father? You want to follow the Father, follow Jesus. He was never absent. Never. He wasn't absent at the cross, man. I'm sorry I'm shouting. I get passionate when I talk about Jesus. I'm sold out for Jesus, man. He was never absent. If you're longing for the next season and not living in the present, stop. Okay? My only advice to you is stop. If you continue to long for the next season without fully being present in the current season, you will be robbed. Satan is just licking his chops right now. You will be robbed. You wonder how Satan comes and steal, kill and destroy? That's how. Make you long for the next season before living in this season. The enemy wants to rob you of seasons of preparations. If you're not prepared to go into the next season, believe me, you're going to be unprepared. Seasons of learning patience, you, you missed that because you didn't live in your season. You just long for the next season. Seasons of building character not even there. Character not fully built. Oh, I want to go fight. Demons in somewhere. Excuse me, God is working on your character right now, and you want to go and do some ministry somewhere far away. I tell people if your anointing does not match your assignment, you're going to get hurt. Are you following me? I'm shouting, sorry. Oh, hallelujah. Seasons of becoming like Jesus. Man, that's why God gives you different seasons. That's why you read earlier in Scripture. Why do you think God gave us that scripture? Amen. You see, if to long for something you don't have access to in the current season trains you to be discontent.: Did Jesus follow me? It trains you to be discontent, man. You remember what the enemy tried to do to Jesus in the desert? He was trying to get Jesus to be discontent. Are you following me? Oh, you are fasting? Look at this stone. You can just turn into bread. Longing for the next season of eating bread. If you're longing for biryani right now, stop it. I love biryani, right? I had biryani every day since I arrived. I don't know where. Let me. What happened now? Luke, are you here? Luke's not here. The driver. So let's go to biryani last night after service. (laughs) 10 o'clock, 10:30 at night. Go wall up some more biryani. The moment you go into discontent, you will try to fix things on your own. That's why the enemy does that. When you are in discontent, you try to fix things on your own. You no longer want to rely on God. You just want to fix things. Go ahead and fix. You're going to run out of your own resources, man. And then the enemy is going to laugh at you. It leads you to try to control the season you're in with your own hand. It leads you to frustration. Now, some of you are frustrated here, right? I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. Why don't I get a better job? Because you're not living in the present season. You're longing for the next season before you even discover what God is doing in this season for you. Amen. Only God can change your season. Stop trying to manipulate. Jesus wants us to be more like Him. Not comfortable all the time. Some of us are like, I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable in my job. I'm not comfortable in, uh, as a pastor. I'm not comfortable whatever as a student. You know, Jesus, when He was walking on earth, He wasn't the most comfortable guy to hang around with. <laughs> oh, you're like, huh? I'm offended. No, Pastor. No, I remember Mary and Martha. and. Well, I'm going to remind you. You remember when He said to the disciples? There are a lot of disciples besides the twelve says, you're going to eat my flesh and drink my blood. Is that comfortable? If Pastor Pritchie stands here and says, okay guys, we're moving next season, drink my blood and eat my flesh. I think the room will be empty. <laughs> Amen? Well, the room was almost empty when Jesus said that. Everybody laughed. And then he turned to the 12 and he says, Are you going to leave too? But Peter, Peter, the prompting of the Holy Spirit, we're living in this present season. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. To be more like Christ, seasons are not always easy. Sometimes you will have less. Sometimes you need to feel like you're missing out. You're at a loss. Coming back to that baby thing, I'll tell you a lot of examples. I like babies. Newborn, right? Baby go through seasons. Do you know that? Babies, they go through seasons. Sometimes they are thieving, mm, cry all the time, right? Or you could be rocking them for hours. They don't want to sleep. That's a season for that too, right? Or just when you're rocking them, rocking them, they are just about to sleep like my grandson. All of a sudden, bing, they are awake. Oh no, you've been doing that for the last hour and a half, Parents are like, I'm so tired, man. God, can you just not fast forward this? Ah, What did you just do when you asked God for that? You're longing for the next season already. You're not being intentional, man. You're longing for the next season already. God, just move. Fast forward this already for me. How many of you know you cannot fast forward your baby's developmental stage? <laughs> Amen. You can't do that. It's the same way you're children of God. You're not going to fast forward anything. He's a good dad. He's intentional. He will spend all the time to educate and spend time with you to teach you how to be patient. Teach you how to drink milk before you eat meat. The Bible says that What kind of parents the baby is not even one month old uh, Have a steak What kind of parents is that? A parents that just want to go out man In the Philippines they have the Jolly Bee, Jolly Bee like the McDonald's Everybody knows Jolly Bee. I don't know how they know that Maybe as babies they already groomed them into Jolly Bee. No, spend time Giving them milk I'm just giving examples, sorry I'm not being offensive to the Philippines I'm just saying examples Because I don't know enough examples in India So I would have have offended Pastor Preji too Yes, it's tiring sometimes When you're going through the season It's difficult But I'm learning to love through all these To care and there will come a season when you, you don't, you know, like, they don't want you to hold them anymore, man. Pastor Pritchie, pay attention. I've been there. If you're not spending time in the present with your children, one day they'll grow up and they say, you know what, Dad, I don't know you. Woo! Don't come hang around my party, Dad. Will you just leave already? Three blocks away. (laughs) They don't want you to be seen with their friends, especially when they're teenagers. Sorry, teenagers in this room. Right? Spend time. Be present in the season. Right now, the baby doesn't know how to say no, so it's easy. Right? But one day, the baby will be an adult. And if you don't spend time in the present, always longing for the next season, They don't know you. Oh, I'm going ministry. Your baby is here. Be present in the season. We need to be able to ask ourselves, can I look back and say I thoroughly enjoyed this season? You need to ask yourself that. Some of us try to escape hardships when God is trying to deposit something beautiful. It's so hard, so hard, but God wants to deposit something beautiful in that season, right? Here's the thing. When God wants to deposit something beautiful in that season, you can't outrun it. (laughs) By the way, look at Prophet Jonah. Jonah. Run and run and run and run and run Eventually caught up You end up in the belly of the whale We have the authority, power and anointing To be in a place of satisfaction Brothers and sisters We have Jesus Christ in us Amen No matter the season, Jesus is with us Amen Don't let the devil rob you of your season, man. Don't do that. Don't get into longing for the next season when God is trying to deposit something beautiful in you in the present season. Stay in the present season in the full. Stay in it, no matter how difficult it is. Stay in it because something beautiful is going to come from God to prepare you for the next season. Number three, now I give you one, two, and three. Number three, don't waste your season. Rather discover how you can glorify God in it. A lot of us, when we focus on the losses in the season, we tend to ask God, why, why, why? <coughs> I'm telling you, we need to let go of our own understanding, right? Right? Remember that song? Nothing to hold on. Does anybody know that? Sarah, would you sing that? Would you just sing the first verse? Okay, well, I'm just putting you on the spot. It goes like this. I lean not on my own understanding. Amen? Amen. Of the maker of heaven. Amen. If you want to be present in the season, sing that song all the time. Play that song all the time. Every morning now we wake up, we play that song. Me and my wife, we sit down, we don't do anything, we just play that song. And be present in the season and know that your, hands is in his hand, your life is in His hands. We need to let go of our own understanding And trust God is good He's doing something good to us And for us And even when things seem so bleak In the season Okay And then we will be really foolish If we think we can fully understand His will We are the creator He's the creator man Come on, stop, check Please check Okay Right And we should believe there's a higher purpose in every season. And be thankful and stay thankful. Right? And that, my dear brothers and sisters, is exercising your faith. That is exercising your faith, even though it's difficult in that season. The truth is, in every season, God is revealing Himself to us. Amen? And He desires to make us more like Him in every season. Here's another example. I look back. I had some tough seasons in my life. When my mom passed away, it was tough. It was really tough. It took me three years, three years, to not pick up the phone and call mom in Malaysia. I would pick up the phone and try to call her. She's not there anymore. That was tough. But I need to look at what God did in that season. Right? My mom was a Tibetan Buddhist almost all her life, except for the last year before she died. She was getting wheeled into the ICU and she received Jesus. Because of one Pastor Lee Xiaoming in Malaysia Who does that He goes to the hospital and pray over people And you know She received Christ And in one night All her disease went away The doctors were baffled This is a lady that was on 16 pills a day To keep her alive She was in the intubator already You know when they put an intubator in you You're on her last legs, man So I was like scrambling Trying to fly from Canada to Malaysia Last seat in the plane Next to the washroom Way at the back of the plane I didn't care Because I was like Oh, I'm desperate to see mom Before she goes Because they told me You come home now Because there's not much time I ran from the airport in KLIA, Kuala Lumpur International Airport, to the Asunta Hospital in Petaling Jaya in Malaysia, in the ICU, with my bags and everything. And one tiny Bible with a cross in my hand. And mom was sitting up. I'm like, is this a practical joke? (laughs) To go to Malaysia, it takes almost 24 hours. Like Mom was sitting up. With a tiny little mask smiling. And she couldn't talk because they had destroyed her trachea by forcing the, the intubator into her lungs. You know, when they forced that, it damaged your voice a little bit. But she had a whiteboard. And then she called all the nurses. You know, mom is very friendly. He makes friends all the time. And you know, all these nurses came around her and she wrote down, this is my son. His name is Tom. If you ever need vitamins, talk to him. I'm like crying and laughing at the same time. Mom, you're ever a salesman. <laughs> you know, I prayed for my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister Ivy for 30 years. It was very hard to be present in that season. Believe me, it was hard. Many times I questioned. I say, God... Am I the only one going to heaven? Pretty lonely without my family. 30 years. And on that 30th year, on that final day in the Asunta Hospital, my mom received Jesus. And she had all her disease removed. We were sitting at a Starbucks downstairs and the doctor, Ananda, he's, he's Indian... He's a specialist, heart specialist. He came down and he says, you know, I don't know, man. He goes, I guess we have to believe in prayer. He's not a Christian, but he says, I guess we have to believe in prayer. I have no answer for your mom. I'm giving her half a pill, a placebo pill. You know what a placebo is? It's a sugar pill because they have a protocol. Like if people are on so many pills, all of a sudden you take away all the pills, they might go into shock. Like what is going on? So they give them a tiny little pill. So they feel like they're good, you know. But it's just sugar pill. She goes, I don't know what happened to your mom. Like, oh, disease gone, man. Mom lived for only one year. Okay? Beautifully living for one year and then the Lord just took her home. But in that one year, my dad came to Christ. My brother came to Christ, baptized. My sister came to Christ, baptized. Amen, my 30-year-old prayer answered by God. So if you're praying for something and you're, you're, you're believing in something, come on, if it's just one year, two years, come on, live in the present. It's a season. The season can be one year, can be 30 years, man. Are you following me? Oh, <laughs> Shabakara) The Holy Spirit is a true comforter. Amen. He revealed Himself to my dad, my brother, my sister. Amazing. Through the worst case, like the worst circumstances, like your mom's about to die. It's like Abraham... I don't know how Isaac when, he just maybe dragged, you know, he didn't drag him. Isaac was about what, 13, 14 years old at that time. He's probably carrying all the wood to burn for sacrifice. He's the guy carrying it. I'm sure along the way up there, the Bible didn't say it. I'm sure he's asking his dad, so dad. So like, uh, what are we sacrificing here? We're getting close to the place, you know. It's okay, man, son. Keep walking. What did he say? God will provide. Amen. God will provide. Sometimes in the season when you feel like you are like at a loss, just like Abraham, I'm sure he felt that. Yes, he is full. He's full of faith, and he's just going, going, going. But I'm sure he's human. I'm trusting God, but I'm so, so scared, man. My only son waited like almost a hundred years to have this guy, and then all of a sudden I have to kill him. But our God is good. <laughs> they are walking up this side of the mountain, and one goat is walking up the other side of the mountain, man. Just because you don't see it, doesn't mean it's not happening. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. Nothing is wasted by God. I don't care if it's a 30-year-old prayer like me, nothing will be wasted by God. It's not by chance that Mary Magdalene first saw the resurrected Jesus and she thought that He was a gardener. Right? Remember? You read in the Bible. Well, you know what a gardener does, right? The gardener never wastes. They compost everything. They recycle everything. Do you know that? See God in all your seasons, man. Learn from Him. Grow with Him in greater intimacy. Every season is marked with revelation of who God is. Every season. Who, the question, who is God in your season right now? I'm telling you, you guys right now, man, this is... <laughs> in exams, job struggle, God is revealing himself to you. Are we paying attention? Or are we wasting it? Longing for the next season already? How can we glorify him? If you are in the alone season, being single... Listen, you could do things couples cannot do. Will you have Jesus' eyes, please? Stop complaining. If you're a single person, believe me, <laughs> people who are married already, you know, they, sometimes they, they long for when they were single because they could do things that a couple cannot do already. Right? Even if you're between jobs. You have time to do things people who are employed cannot do. Come here and clean the church or do something. You have all the time. Be present in the season. Amen. Don't waste your season. You know, Sharon, my wife and I, we made a pact to glorify God in our lives. That's why we travel everywhere together. We know how the enemy will try Right, pastors, my encouragement to you is go with your family. Don't give a foothold to the enemy. Don't give a foothold to the enemy. I'm telling you. One way is to focus on what God wants to reveal rather than thinking of losses. Okay? Don't stop living your life right now. Live your right, life right now, okay? Stop longing for the next season. If I only have one million dollars, Pastor Tom, I can start an orphanage. Over oh, my kids are done school, then I will have more time with God. Then I can volunteer at church. Man, I'm a pastor I know how pastor preaches heart is like when he says come on guys let's volunteer don't waste your season stop living your life in the future and miss out the present okay Jesus says give us today our daily bread he didn't say give us tomorrow our daily bread come on be present be present Now we need to ask and discern how you can glorify God. How you can be hungry for God. When you embrace the season, you're becoming a good steward. Stay in it. And don't be envious of other people either. You know, some people are like, "Mm." (coughs) why does this guy have this thing? No, 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 no. Why can't I have that, God? Why can't I have that? You just end up not enjoying your own season. Here's the thing I'm going to end with this. Our assignment is to glorify God. Okay? Walk in that, operate in that. And when you embrace every season with glorifying God in mind, you're living the abundant life that Jesus is talking about. Amen. Bless you. Hallelujah. Did you learn something today? (laughs) Praise the Lord. We hope you were refreshed and strengthened by the Word of God. If you want to know more about God or have a question you would like to ask or even a prayer request you would like to share, do connect with us at DreamingRevival.com. Be our guest for one of our services here at Bangalore Revival Centre on Saturdays at 7pm or Sundays at 11am.